Did you ever get a twofer? Like being in college and writing the same paper for two classes? Or maybe you've discovered that you have a vacation day and you get an extension because the office is closed? I frequently hear people say they don't have any idea about speech topics. They can't think of anything to talk about. I think it's simple. If you're doing something in your life, you can talk about that. I've listened to dozens of professional speeches in Toastmasters, and I never mind it. I enjoy learning about other people's jobs. Surveying the streets for new sewer lines? I've heard it. How to do renovations? which might have been better called how not to do renovations. I loved it. How to open your own business, how to close your business, how to, how to anything fascinates me. Which brings me to today's podcast. This is a twofer. I was asked to give a presentation at one of District 10's officer training sessions, and apparently the Level 4 podcasting project is on people's minds. As I was writing that presentation, it occurred to me, this is a twofer. I haven't talked about podcasting on the podcast, but as a podcaster, I have experience that I can share. So I can do both with one presentation. I win! Today on Toastmasters 101, we talk about the Level 4 Project Create a Podcast and a few thoughts I have about it. Are you interested in spreading your message to the world? Do you need to develop the skills to do it well and make an impact? Then Toastmasters is for you. In one hour a week, you can learn public speaking and leadership skills together and have fun while you do it. This is Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Kragy. You might have noticed that I've missed several episodes of the podcast. That's because on Christmas Day, I had a power surge, and my power went out four times in five minutes, and it fried some equipment that I use in podcasting. A friend of mine, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, schoolofpodcasting.com, loaned me some equipment to tide me over when my pusher, I mean the company where I buy my equipment from, said the supplier was predicting a ship date to sweetwater.com, And that ship date was moving further and further out. So let me start this by saying a huge thank you to the Dave Jackson, who has been my mentor in podcasting since I started, and I recommend his podcast to you. Why am I starting out the podcast with a thank you? Because Dave helps people understand that podcasting isn't just about monetization. For most of us, podcasting is a hobby. That's why I don't want to start with the equipment you need or what software you need or what platform you should be on. That's step two, or maybe it's step seven. You must start with your topic, what you want to talk about and who you want to get your message to, who's your audience and how much you're willing to commit to the project. I just went through the create a podcast training on pathways. It took me about 15 minutes. Granted, I do know this field, so it didn't take me long to process the lessons, but there's a lot not said in that training, and I want you to be prepared for that. First, Toastmasters very wisely does not tell you the mechanics of podcasting. 
This is smart because the equipment that you might use to create a podcast today might not be the equipment you need in the future. It may not even be available anymore. Learning about the current best practices of podcasting and the equipment you need is a key component to having a successful podcasting experience. Which makes Toastmasters smart. It doesn't have to try to keep up with the field that changes practically on a yearly basis. And it does encourage you to find out what you need outside of Toastmasters. But it doesn't give you much guidance where to look. There are some big names in podcasting who offer courses on how to get started. One of them offers a $2,000 startup program and expects you to buy over $1,500 in equipment that they recommend. You will see all sorts of recommendations for this class on the internet. But the last time that this coach taught the class was four years ago. If you take nothing else from this podcast, let it be this. You do not, you should not spend thousands of dollars on this project. You should expect to spend some money, and I'll talk about that. But it's an example of the problem in researching podcasting. There are some big names who were in podcasting years ago, before it got famous. And due to the power of great social marketing, those links are still at the top of the Google search engine rankings but their classes, their videos, and their recommendations are years out of date. This is why I recommend Dave Jackson and the School of Podcasting. He's been in the podcasting field for over a decade, practically since podcasting started. He's taught hundreds, if not thousands of people, how to start, build, and grow their podcasts. And he's still doing it, which is more than many of those older podcast coaches can say you don't have to buy Dave's classes. You can go back and listen to his podcast for free. Now, I'm sure he would appreciate you choosing to become a member of the School of Podcasting, but you get a lot of great information from his past episodes. You can actually search for podcast episodes specific to your topic or your need, and you'll get informed without paying a penny. If you decide you want to join the School of Podcasting, tell him Kim from Toastmasters sent you. The first thing that Dave or I will tell you is this. Podcast about a topic you're passionate about. I don't want to criticize the TI project training, but they suggest you do a podcast about Toastmasters. I suspect that there's something else in your life you're more passionate about, something you're experienced in, something that you love. That's what you should podcast about. And I'm not just saying that because I don't want the competition. I want you to have a great experience in podcasting, and you'll have a lot more fun if you're working on a topic that fascinates you, because that will come through in your podcast. Once you decide on your topic, it does tend to help you decide on the format. The training does give you three types of potential podcast formats. I'd say that's a pretty small box they're working in. There are far more types of podcasts than there are three categories. The training does tend toward producing what I call the NPR format. Are you familiar with NPR, National Public Radio in the United States, and its sound? I listened to that type of radio for decades. It had a powerful effect on the field. The power of telling a story, 
Use audio to engage the listener's imaginations, to make the audio experience stick inside your head, sometimes for years. They call it the driveway moment, that time back in the day when you didn't have a pause button on the radio, so you stayed in your car till the end of the segment because you could not leave. The NPR impact on podcasting is wide, and it is hard to resist. But don't let it be the wall that stops you from podcasting. This American Life, which is a former radio program, has a staff of over 10 people working behind the scenes to create a single episode. This is not going to be you. I'm not asking you to lower your standards. I'm asking you to ignore NPR. You can do it. I know you want to sound like Serial or This American Life or whatever program you want, but that's the curse. Don't try to sound like somebody else. Here's the secret. Almost everyone hates the sound of their voice in recordings. That's because you hear your voice differently inside your head, your bones, ear canal, jaw, than how you hear it when you hear it come back to you as a recording. Eventually, you'll get used to how you sound in recordings, but take it from me. Unless people hang up on you when you're on the phone because your voice is so horrible, you don't sound that bad. You just sound different from what you expect. Your voice and the message that you have to share with the world, these are uniquely yours. Don't try to copy NPR or Adam Curry or Joe Rogan or even me. Your podcast is a product of your work. And let's emphasize that for a moment. It's your work. It's not you. Pick a format that works for you. The Toastmasters training does mention that breaking into sections or episodes in order to record an entire hour's worth of content that the project requires. That's one of the beauties of podcasting. You don't have to record everything in one session. Once you've decided your topic and your format, now it's time to talk equipment. Your format will dictate your equipment. I always recommend a certain microphone, but if you're doing a storytelling project with multiple participants, you're going to need some extra equipment beyond just the mic. I will say, buy a microphone. In the show notes, I've linked to a microphone that I use the most, the Samson Q2U. And this is not an affiliate link. I just love this microphone. You're going to say to me, but I have a microphone in my laptop. Why can't I just use that? Because, and forgive me, it's not a very good microphone. It's a crappy microphone. And when it's time to edit your program, you're going to hate the sound of your voice even more. Look, you can pound a nail with your shoe. That doesn't make it a good hammer. Invest the money into a microphone. If you decide you don't ever want to do it again, find another Toastmaster who wants to do this project and make a deal with them, but buy a mic. The Samson microphone has two options for you, one to plug directly into your computer, and the other allows you to go through a sound system that uses XLR cords. If you're not a musician or recording multiple soundtracks, XLR simply isn't necessary. I plugged my Samson mic directly into the computer, and it was fine. The other piece of equipment you need is a headset. I don't recommend you get a headset with a mic like a gamer headset. 
When I use one, I sound like an obscene phone caller, heavy breathing into the phone. And when I use my headset mic and record it, it's never good. But headphones, especially when you're doing interviews, they're critical. You'll need them when you do your editing. But wear them when you're recording. It does make a difference. You also need software for your recording process. Here, I'm going to recommend Audacity, which again, the link is in the show notes. It works on both PC and Apple platforms. It's a free sound recording and editing program. I know professional editors who use it. I've tried a couple of other programs that I keep coming back to it. It's simple to use and easy to edit with. Yes, edit. But I want to keep it real, Kim. I hear you saying that. One of the categories that Toastmasters International didn't mention is what we in the podcasting world call the One Brain, Three Guys podcast. These podcasts are generally done by a group of three guys around one microphone and a pitcher of something to drink. They sit around and shoot the breeze about whatever it is they're talking about. Football, video games, video games about football. They don't edit. Don't be like the One Brain, Three Guys people. Editing is your friend. Editing is the way to lift that speech that you gave to become the speech you wish you'd given. It's not hard. That's not to say that the learning of the editing software won't take you some time. It will take time. The general ratio of editing time to final production is four to one. Four minutes of production time to one minute of final podcast for the listeners to hear. And that's with experience. My first podcast back in 2014 took at least 10 hours, and it was a 15-minute episode. I hope your production to editing ratio is better than mine. But back then, I didn't have resources on YouTube that we have today. There are probably hundreds of Audacity training videos online now. I will caution you. Make sure the video you're watching matches the version of your editing software. Whether you're using GarageBand on Apple or Adobe Audition or Audacity, you need the current videos. Editing does take time. I'm not going to lie about that. But you will reap incredible returns because this is your chance to evaluate yourself. I have an addiction to the word amazing. No evaluator in a meeting is ever going to pick that up. But I realized it because in editing my podcast, I heard the word over and over and over coming out of my mouth. It was amazing how often I used it and misused it and, okay, not amazing. But certainly editing showed me my weaknesses in my public speaking. I like this podcast project in level four. If I can help you, please reach out to me on the Toastmasters 101 Facebook page. But don't be surprised if I tell you to go to a school of podcasting episode to get the best information. I only refer to the best. This was a great twofer. A podcast and a training session all rolled into one. I should give a speech about the power of twofers and make it a three-peat. The links to the materials I recommend are in the show notes. Thanks to District 10 for supporting Toastmasters 101. We're coming up on our second anniversary in a few weeks. Maybe I should do something to celebrate? I don't know. What do you think? 
Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Thanks to you, my listeners, also. I know it's been a while since I posted, and you're still here. Recommend the show to a friend. They'll be grateful, too. We'll talk again on the next episode of Toastmasters 101.